Chad and Zay. It's a great beat. Hour number three on a Monday. Brackets are set. Get your bracket. We'll tell you how to get in our contest coming up here in a second. It's Chad and Zay on this Monday. I'm Chad Hastings. Isaiah Collier is here. He's picked out this beat, especially for you. What do you got, Zay? Shawty Low. They know. R.I.P. Shorty Low. D4L. Atlanta. Classic. Shorty Low? Shawty Low. Oh, Shawty Low. <laughs> My bad. See, I did it there. Yeah, Shouty you went purple cassette on us. Shouty low. <laughs> I got I to get it right. Shout, I, close enough. You got to give me credit. I said it right the other day, though. I did say shouty right the other day. Yeah, you said it right. Got to put some I You said it right. There. Yeah, yeah, you can't go with the O. Uh, shouty low with the beat getting us started this hour. I always wanted to know, no matter what the song is, I always like the idea of you bragging that you were the one in the studio doing something, whatever it was, basic, like a cowbell or a triangle or a cymbal or whatever. In this case, if they actually got people to come in the studio and go, whoo, I think it'd be great to brag about it. Hey, man, that's, that's me. That's Shawty Low beat, that's me. The hood guy? I'm lead whoo. That was me. That was my thing. Uh, but it could just been something that they, you know, just had on the on the beat, ready to uh, ready to replicate. We got uh, a lot, uh, a lot of good music on the show already. We got music still coming. We got a lot of stuff that we are discussing today, including your brackets. They are out there. If you want to go to hornfm.com, you can enter our bracket contest. You'll be picking against. Uh, me, Zay, whoever decides to jump in from the staff to make our picks. The only thing is, since we're on the staff, we can't win the prize, and the prize is a TV. Now, that's never mattered because I don't remember any of us ever being in first place, like at the end. Yeah. Ever. I don't ever remember that happening. But I do enjoy filling that out, and then you can go in and see how you do uh, versus my picks or Aaron Hogan's picks or Bucky or Zay or whoever you want to do it, hornfm.com. AV consultation. Shout out to Tom and the crew. A free TV is once again the prize if you win. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yo, my wife won our bracket, our family bracket last year. Uh-huh. Tell me why my pops and my mom called me talking about yesterday, hey, you might as well let your wife, uh, uh, Jesse, go on with E. Hogan and Patrick because she knows more than you do since she beat you last year. Dang. Ain't that a bitch? That is rude. What? Rudeness. I don't need that. That's rude. Yeah, so mom and dad, if I don't talk to y'all for a while, y'all know why. That's some BS. I-, I never thought I would say this, but maybe go with somebody else for the pre-show prep talk other than your dad. <laughs> Apparently, CeCe's not the guy to talk to you right yeah, before you go on air. Ain't that cold-blooded? Come on, CeCe. Yeah, my wife over here picking her favorite colors and mascots winning. That just goes to show it don't matter how much you know this time of the year, anything can happen. Bracket time gets ruthless when it comes to families and friends and that money you're trying to get. So uh, get signed up for the bracket contest. Also remember, Thursday and Friday we're going to be hanging out at a different Twin Peaks location. Thursday for the Longhorn game, and yes, for that late night Aggie game, I'm going to be hanging out. Round Rock location of Twin Peaks. Going to have the Ball Don't Lie crew out there. They'll start up at 3 o'clock. Extended pregame at 5.30. Longhorns tip about 6.25 or so. If you care, the Aggies are playing around 9. Obviously, that is the game that determines who the Longhorns will play. 
So you might care if you're a Longhorn fan. We've been going through the bracket. Texas, the two seed in the Midwest region. Uh, we will get to some of this NFL stuff. But real quick, Zay, earlier you said you think you're going to be picking all the Big 12 teams to advance. I believe that is what you said. Let me double check you here. So Iowa State is going to play a play-in winner, Mississippi State or Pitt. You like the Cyclones to advance, no doubt. Yeah, I do. Kansas over a 16. How far do you have, in your mind, how far do you have Kansas going right now? I might have them losing second round, Chad. I really like Eric Musselman's team now, Arkansas, who they've struggled throughout the year, only going 8-10 and in the SEC, 20-13 and overall. But they haven't had their lottery pick, maybe future lottery pick, Nick Smith throughout majority of that. He's a game changer, hmm. and now and he's definitely back. Yeah, he's okay. definitely back, and he changes everything about their team. I remember that exhibition game before the season started at the mood where the Razorbacks came into town. He was the only one that was hooping for Musselman's team when the Horns beat them by thirty. Like he could really go. So that record. It doesn't say how good this team really is. And even Illinois, they're solid when they get going. We saw that's one of Texas' losses this year. We know Terrence Shannon, the Texas Tech transfer, and Matthew Meyer, the Baylor transfer. Both of those guys can fill it up, and they were the ones that really put it on Texas to give them the victory at Madison Square Garden. So I could see either one of those teams beating Kansas, especially with Kevin McCuller being a question mark. Mm -hmm. Max Spasms? That's not something that you want to have, you know, at this time of the year. That could flare up at any time, and he's so important for Bill Self's success and what he wants to do, getting the ball out of Dewan Harris' hands. They're not that deep. I mean, Yesifu, he could come in and do some things at times. Rice is okay. Pettiford's all right, but you want that starting five to be clicking with Grady Dick and K.J. Adams, Jalen Wilson, Dewan Harris, and Kevin McCuller when all those guys are playing healthy and are clicking at the right time, they're as good as anybody. We've seen it this year. That's why they won the Big 12. But now, even with Bill Self, we don't know how he's going to be with his health. I know he's out of the hospital, but we don't know what's going to happen with uh, Kansas right now. So, yes, I could definitely see them losing that second-round matchup for sure. Yeah, and speaking of Bill Self, uh, certainly wishing the best for him. He did get out of the hospital. They put a couple of stints in his heart basically. He had, like, blocked arteries. Oh, man. Yeah, so not a heart attack, like they said late last week, but had some uh, artery, arterial blockage, I guess is how you would say that, and got a couple stints put in. Uh, So right now, they're thinking he's going to be able to coach. Um, Also in the West region, TCU will play a play-in winner, Arizona State or Nevada. So you like TCU to advance. I do. Out of that. K-State is on the other side of the bracket against Montana State, so you like them getting by a 314. Baylor's got a 314. They're playing UC Santa Barbara, the Gauchos. Uh, and then the other one is West Virginia in that 8-9 we talked about over Maryland. So you like Huggins group to get by Maryland. Yes, I do. Okay. I do. Just all these teams are so battle tested. They have their own ways of getting the job done with Huggins group, just them being the aggressor. I know Stevenson could shoot Johnson. He's a problem. They could be one of the most underrated backcourts in the nation. Baylor, that's the game that I'm most nervous about picking this uh, uh, bracket. 
when it comes to the Big 12 teams because I watched a little bit of uh, UC Santa Barbara, and they could play. They got some guys on that team. And Baylor, they haven't been playing well as of late. I think Keandre, Keontae George having that ankle injury against the Horns, he has not looked the same mm. since that happened. And him being the leading scorer, that puts so much pressure on Adam Flagler and LJ Cryer to get buckets if Keontae George isn't playing like he's been playing all year long. So I really wouldn't be surprised if Baylor lost that first-round matchup, even though I got the Bears advancing. That'd be heartbreaking. To who? Baylor people. Yeah, exactly. To them. Like, they the, won it a couple years ago. They fine. They be I. Right. The people of Waco. That's who would be. Upset they be I. Right. They yeah. got a national championship. I don't care. Go Gauchos. That's another one. I'd buy that shirt too. You know what? Gauchos, if you knock Baylor off, I'll buy your shirt. I'll be a fire shirt. I've always liked your logo there. Uh, a little Gaucho action. All right. Uh, so we've been looking at brackets today. Remember, Texas men, 625 on Thursday. Uh, and again, we'll be uh, checking it out out at Twin Peaks Round Rock. The women will play Saturday night at 9. So you got to wait a while to check out the Texas women. But remember, you get to go support them at the Moody Center for one and you hope two games. Texas in the 4-13 against East Carolina. If you want to go check out the opponents, if they get by it, Louisville and Drake will tip at, I think, 6-30 on Saturday. So the women are in a Saturday-Monday situation there if they advance. Uh, all right, so we've been hitting a lot of bracket stuff. We don't want to forget about the NFL, though. There's a lot that's going to happen this week, and already we've had a couple of big stories hit today. And uh, the biggest is Jimmy Garoppolo apparently has come to a, a deal with the Raiders. This is a uh, three-year deal for 67, 67, 68 million, something like hey, that. I thought it was 57, 67? 67. 30, damn, Jimmy. 34 guaranteed. I mean, I know you're good looking and all, but damn. Dude, and that's the thing. We were joking about it going out, going to the break, but seriously, Jimmy Garoppolo looks like he looks. He has already been in a relationship with a porn star, and he's about to go live in Vegas? Vegas. You say the porn star thing like. Is that a positive or a negative? I know it depends on how you look at things, but porn star, I mean, I'm just make te- sure you strap the Jimmy hat up extra tight. I'm telling you, it's Jimmy. A, I'm telling you, it's a fact to consider. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> but what does that mean? Like it, it? It tells me about. It tells me a little bit about. Uh, you know, it, it 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 does tell me about the you know what sort of. Um, it tells me about what sort of attitude he might have around okay. women, what sort of confidence level he might have around women. Because yeah, I would, you better have some confidence there in the porn star. Yeah, I would think you'd need. You can't be a timid guy. No, in that situation, you got to be comfortable with everything you got going on. Then there you go. Then he's also comfortable with the idea of, oh no, I don't care if anybody knows that that's what she does. I mean, that's you know, I'm in the relationship or whatever. So I would just, I mean, in a city like that that never, ever, ever, ever stops or sleeps or quits or anything. Jimmy Garoppolo, I'll keep saying this, he is one of the few humans that could be cast as Superman and no one would laugh. There aren't many people like that on this planet. He could be cast as Superman tomorrow and we'd all go, yeah, he does kind of look like And not many people look like him. And he's going to be in Las Vegas where everybody is. So many different types of people all kinds of just everything. 
everything, entertainers and models and all kinds of stuff. If I'm Josh McDaniels, I might just double-check that, too. Right at the end of the conversation, hey, what up with the personal life? How are you? You dating anyone, Jimmy? What do we need to think about here? I just may check it out. Now, was he dating the porn star in New England? Uh, I don't know if that was New England or San. I think uh, when that, he, that was when he right when he got to San Fran. I think that was after he got to the Niners. Okay, I think that was after he got to the Niners. Yeah, because I don't think Bill and those boys would appreciate that. All right, let's get to the football question. Is this an upgrade from Carr? No, it is not. I don't think so either. It's not an upgrade from. But Carr. this is a guy. I know that he had a team around him. It is a guy who took a team all the way to the Super Bowl. He did. Took him all the way there, and some would say should have won the thing. That's the one they were up, in control, and Mahomes went Mahomes. Yeah. Third and a million to Tyreek Hill, turned the game around. Yeah. Otherwise, Garoppolo would have a ring, would have like a Joe Flacco feel to it, ring. And I know if he, he replays on his head that deep shot to Debo Samuel, that should have been a completion, but he overthrew him, uh-huh. and that was such a bad pass. That should have been on the money. That would have won the 49ers or put 49ers in a situation to win the game. But, no, nah, it's not an upgrade from Derek Carr. Derek Carr is a solid player in the league. Jimmy Garoppolo is too, but I think Derek Carr has another level to him being, you know, multiple pro bowler that he is going into New Orleans, which I love Derek Carr's presser talking about the fans and him and his wife and his family and stuff and how everybody's embraced them and stuff mm. like that. I, I love that. And he's talked to Drew Brees. Like that's you gotta be like that if you want to play in somewhere like New Orleans. They will embrace you and they will love you because they love their team down there who that but for Jimmy G, I it's going to be tough because Devontae Adams, he's good. They just got Josh Jacobs back on the tag. They got talent, but I, it's, I don't know. It's just not an upgrade. It's not. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what, uh, what does that look like. I would agree with you. I, I think that is a, a bit of a downgrade for them. So Jimmy Garoppolo ends up in Vegas uh, from San Francisco. Here's another guy moving. This is moving to San Francisco. Eagles defensive tackle J- Javon Hargrave reaches a deal four years with San Francisco. So Cowboys fans, he goes from one team you, you deal with in division to another one of those teams that uh, obviously is a rival of the Cowboys. Hargrave was good this year. He really was. He was a part of that really good defensive line that had 70-plus sacks for the Eagles. I think he had, he was around double digits himself. That's a huge blow for them. couple other quick stories. Yeah, that's good. I'm for anything leaving Philly right now. Anything. Any little piece of that team getting chipped away at. I'm good as a Cowboys fan. Yeah, they had one of the best pass rushers in, in, I mean, pass rushers in NFL history. And they got rid of one of their pieces. I'd be happy, too, if I was a Cowboys fan. Here's another one to keep in mind. Jawan Taylor, who was with Jacksonville, he's agreed to a four-year deal, including 60 guaranteed. Nice work, big man. With the Chiefs. So the thought is they're going to lose Orlando Brown. It's not official yet. He's an unrestricted free agent. But if they do, the thought maybe is Jawan Taylor fills in. Taylor is only 25 years old. Considered one of the most consistent offensive linemen in Jacksonville. So keep that in mind for Kansas City. The other interesting one, Zay, we haven't talked about yet. How about a two-year deal for Mike White to back up Tua in Miami? Interesting. So it is a, this is obviously right after you hear the Jalen Ramsey story. He ends up in Miami over the weekend. Two-year deal worth up to $16 million. I mean, he knows that he's 
probably going to have a good chance of playing with Tua and how injury prone he was this past year. I mean, the concussion thing, that was always going to be a cloud over Tua's head mm-hmm. every time he steps on the field. So they need a quarterback, a backup quarterback that can win you some games. And we saw with the Jets this season, Mike White, he was their best quarterback. You could ask Garrett Wilson and anybody on that offense. When Mike White was in the game, that's when their offense looked the best. Now, that's not saying much due right. to what we saw with Joe Flacco and Zach Wilson. But Mike White, when he was in there, he did pretty well. That's $16 million. I think that's a good get as a backup for the Dolphins. So way back in the day, there was a quarterback named it was Chris Miller who ended up having to stop because of concussions. I just hope that's not where we're going with Tua. I know, man. It's that it gets scary, especially now with everything that we know. In the Chris Miller days, they didn't know near as much or weren't admitting to near as much. Now we know a whole lot. So you hope Tua's going to be all right. But, yeah, so it, it's Mike White if he is unable to go. Uh, Mike White going from the Jets to the Dolphins. Also, there's a report out there. Adam Schefter is still saying things are kind of working towards – um, the Jets getting Aaron Rodgers. He's saying they're cautiously optimistic about Rodgers, but Schefter will not. He reiterates that nothing has happened yet, but that is looking more and more like where we would go. If he doesn't end up with the Jets and decides to retire, then a lot of things will reset themselves, especially now that Garoppolo's found somewhere. I don't know if the Jets were looking at Garoppolo, but he's just one of those names out there. So Rodgers to the Jets, still a possibility. And as we talked about earlier, apparently the Bucks are looking at Baker Mayfield. Let's go! So that's got you covered on NFL News today. Yo, Baker's trying to have a Geno Smith-type season. Every backup quarterback in the league that has starter aspirations should look at Geno Smith's situation and say, you know what, I might have a chance. I might be able to have my career resurrected in the right system under the right coach slash offensive coordinator. Now, not everybody's a Hall of Fame caliber coach like Pete Carroll, but mm-hmm. maybe somebody like Baker could go to a situation and have that Geno Smith year and get to a Pro Bowl and get some big-time money when they're due it. Still Byron Leftwich calling those plays in Tampa? Is that still who Ooh. it is? Cause that would I feel be, like they got rid of them, but I'll, maybe not. Because if it is, whoever that it would be, that's your opportunity to prove that whatever it was with Brady wasn't just Brady. Right. You don't want to take it away. I mean, you don't take credit away from him. He's Tom Brady. But still, you want to prove that you can you know, call plays as well. Baker had the game. I still can't, he beat somebody really good last year, quarterbacking for the Rams that night. Was yeah, it, it was a, like a comeback. A weird Thursday nighter or a Sunday yeah. nighter or something, and he beat somebody pretty was that good. Was the Packers? Was it? I can't remember who he beat. But he, everybody remembers the game. I just can't remember the opponent uh, who they took out. But that is what he's hoping can be the uh, kind of that next step. So a lot of stuff going on in the NFL. Wednesday is when the – NFL season officially begins, so no matter how much tournament talk there is out there, you know the NFL is going to still find uh, some some space uh, in our discussions. Also, if you just tuned in, it's official. Chris Beard is going to be the new coach at Ole Miss. That did happen over the weekend, uh, and he will be the new guy in Oxford. He's already got a statement out there thanking the fans and looking forward to it, and yes, typing the words hottie toddy. Hottie toddy. Which is going to probably take some time for for Chris Beard to really get used to, but he is the new coach at Ole Miss. I'm sure I'm going to get an email in the next day or so from Ole Miss girl telling me what she thinks about Lane coaching the football team 
and now Chris Beard coaching the basketball team. Interesting. Up next, why today matters on this March 13th. We got a couple big birthdays to hit. A former Longhorn with a birthday today and a legend we talked about last week would have had a huge milestone birthday over the weekend. We will get to all of that plus why you may want to take a nap today and the veterans that we really need to thank in addition to all the other veterans we need to thank. A special group of veterans get some love today. Uh, Coming up on the horn. Chad and Zay. Wow. It's a nice song for a Monday. Getting the week started. (laughs) Just straight up, I hate you. All right. We're not messing around. I don't. I don't hear any irony in this. Zay, is this just a straight up I hate you song? Why do you gotta do all the drama in my life? <laughs> day after day, I work for you. <laughs> Yo, this is a Texas classic. All right. Who is it? Zero. Zero. I hate you. Now, this is obviously the clean version, so he really says, I hate you, B. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I hate you, B. I see. <laughs> I see. So it's a true piece of uh, piece of artwork. We just can't hear it all right now. Right. We can't hear it all. That's fair. All right. So Zero, you say from the state of Texas. Yeah, H-Town. Okay. Another H-Town product. Zero. See, Jeff Howe, if Jeff Howe texting me right now talking about good jam, then I know I, I'll just put y'all on one. There you go. There's, I just gave y'all a gem. There it is. Thank you, Jeff. This Jeff. is a classic. He knows. Oh, yeah. Jeff Howe's definitely one of our music snobs around here. Oh, I love Jeff. He loves him some music. Great hip-hop taste. Uh, so, Zero, you said Kano was the last one? Yeah, Kano. Kano, T-Rex, Aerosmith, Billy Squire have all been a part of it today. Also, the shouty low beat earlier in the hour. We get it right there? Yeah. Okay. By the way, for whoever it was that texted the text line earlier about the purple cassette, how dare you? <laughs> can't can't people just have a mistake? No, can't can't just have a mistake. No, no, I got to have promos to bring it back. Got to have re- reminders on the text line to bring it back. Fine, whatever. All right, um, and as we mentioned earlier in the show, we will move our musical discussion till after the tournament. So this Thursday at 2, we're going to have Brandon Lang on from BrandonLang.com, give you some thoughts on what he thinks about the tournament. He loves college basketball, and uh, if you like to throw any scratch down, he'll give you some ideas there. Uh, we <laughs> Somebody on the Specs text line said, is this what Chris Beard plays to get him through? <laughs> Plays the I hate you. Oh, man. Maybe. That is hilariously dark. Yeah, you want to talk about some some, some regrets. Chris Beard unpacking things in Oxford maybe today with uh, trying to figure out how everything happened. It is a weird ride to consider before we get into why today matters. Like I was going through that kind of over the weekend. Texas goes into the Big 12 tournament. They end up with... A you know nice high seed, not the absolute number one seed, but the a nice high seed. They go beat Kansas like a drum in Kansas City, and walking off the floor, the fan base and the administration don't know if the head coach is their guy. If I told you that, just that, like months ago, you were like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, 
What are you talking about? They know Chris Beard is, oh, no, 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 it's not him. Yeah, Blame Shock is smart for that. To just run through all those things that, that we have. And, yeah, then you put in the Shaka Smart element that his team looks that good. They're a number two seed. The fact that Texas could end up playing A&M in the second round, who got screwed by the committee, and Texas kind of did too. But the Aggies got screwed by the committee because they didn't get enough respect for how they'd been playing. Houston's a number one seed trying to get to Houston for the final four which Texas could end up being in the way of. There's just a whole lot of weird ingredients right now uh, around the Longhorns as they get ready for this tournament. But the best ingredient, Zay, is how they are playing. There's a lot of energy to this team. That smile we talked about the other day, that laughter we talked about the other day, it's there. Great energy. And how about the hug between Rodney Terry and Chris Ogden after the game? Beautiful. They happened to catch that. The cameras caught it. I, that that had to be that one way or the other. Somebody had to get a little breath taken out of their lungs on that one. I think if Chris Ogden hugged me that hard, I might have to go to the hospital. I know he's still a strong dude. Chris I'm Ogden might have cracked a rib. Yeah, you remember his playing days. He's still a strong dude. But yeah, they love Coach Terry from the coaching staff to the players. And I think Shaka Smart not winning a tournament game during his tenure at Texas, that doesn't play the Coach Terry's favor at all. Right. Chris Beard last year not making it to the second weekend, that doesn't play into his favor at all. So you want to see that. You want to see them make yeah. it past the second weekend because even though winning the Big 12 tournament is fun and all, it don't mean nothing at the end of the day. Yeah, and deep down, when you're Texas, you don't want to. When you're Texas, you don't want to have a two that became a one. You want to have hired the one. Yeah, and they thought they did. And this is a guy that he brought in as a two, as an assistant, as a badass assistant. But it just didn't play out the way anybody would have thought. But now, in resetting the the calibrations on everything, will the Longhorns ultimately realize it's right there? Dick Vitale's going to say to hire Rodney Terry. But I'm not going to put a whole lot of weight in that. I assume Dick Vitale would say that. The question is, does Chris Del Conte say that in a couple weeks? Yeah, That's going to be big. So Texas getting ready for the tournament. We talked about uh, that matchup a little bit. We'll get into more of that. Zay's already watching some Colgate tape this week. Texas and Colgate, Thursday evening, 625 on the pregame. And again, that extended pregame at 530 will get you Longhorn Game Day. Brought to you by Bud Light, the basketball version, uh, from 530 to 6. Then get you to the network pregame at 6. All right, uh, let's get into why today matters. Today is March 13th, everybody. Why today matters. Brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialist. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialist. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. All right. On the birthday list, there's a rapper I've got to ask uh, about legitimacy to Zay here in a second. But first, Zay, how about a former Longhorn? 32 years old for Tristan Thompson today. Tristan Thompson. Is he still in Cleveland? No, he ain't even in the league. He's out? He's on ESPN. That's where he is. Oh, that's right. That's right. Tristan Thompson. My mistake. Tristan Thompson, 32 years old today. Still in a relationship that TMZ knows about or not? Uh, No. Okay. No, he messed that up with Chloe. I think after the fifth time of cheating, I think she kind of had enough. But when you're the baby daddy to a Kardashian, you made it in my opinion. You've done well for yourself. You know what I'm saying? I don't, yeah, maybe. Yo, from coming from the same guy that's trying to give Jimmy Garoppolo props being with a porn star, 
And you're not trying to give Tristan Thompson any props of being with the Kardashians? Because I think Tristan might have more to go through in a day. <laughs> I think he might have more anguish. I just know that Jimmy might have dated the porn star. I don't think he had a child with the porn star. No. I don't know if there's a connection with the porn star. Tristan's got to get up on certain days and actively engage with Kardashians. But Christian, in a way, beat the curse. Like that 2016 ring with LeBron in them. Uh, okay. He was with Chloe during that time. That's true. The Kardashian curse yeah, got broken. Yeah, he broke it. <laughs> well done, Tristan. So he's a legend, in my opinion. <laughs> and only a Texas alum could do something of that magnitude. Okay. So, yeah. It's good. People will always want to kill Tristan Thompson. Not around here. Not yeah. around. Not for me. I like that. I like that. That's good Longhorn pride. That's what I'm saying. It's not Longhorn pride I hear often, but we need more of that. Yeah. I like and, that. And Chloe, underrated. Ooh. Chloe's underrated. Everybody so. loves Kim, obviously. Everybody, uh-huh. Kendall Jenner, even Kylie is a billionaire and stuff. Chloe, even though the weight might fluctuate, still a baddie. Still a baddie. I love Chloe. Tall too. You know them kids gonna have good genes. You're just you're just trying to get a kid down on the block, aren't you? <laughs> you're trying to get a kid down on the block with little little Chloe spinning like six hook. Four. Little spinning hook shot. Chloe like six four. Tristan Thompson around six ten. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. on that Levar Ball type stuff, sure. they gonna have some good genes. I like the positivity. Today. Absolutely, I really like that. All right, so let's see if this gets positivity. Today's the 25th birthday of Jack Harlow. What is he to you? Um, legit, respected. Talented. I don't jam Jack Harlow. I know he's talented. Okay. You know, he's the new big white rapper. There's but, always one that's just very popular. Like Macklemore had his run. Uh-huh. Remember that? Eminem has had his run. Now, I wouldn't put Macklemore, Jack Harlow in Eminem's category at all. Okay. But if you could understand your audience while also crossing over, in the rap like Jack Harlow has and been successful doing, then you could have a really good career like Jack Harlow has. Mm-hmm. Now, he's in the new White Man Can't Jump remake. Oof. Ask me that question after I see that movie. What I think about Jack Harlow because I'll, I've seen him in that commercial with Kawhi where he's shooting a little bit, but mm-hmm. yo, Woody, Woody could hoop. Him and Wesley Snipes, those boys were hooping. And I know Woody couldn't hear Jimmy, but Woody could hoop. <laughs> Woody could hoop. Okay. I'm telling you. Fair enough. So if a Jack yeah. Harlow has a little bit of Woody in him, then maybe we'll see. All right. Uh, also, a uh, real quick birthday shout-out to a legend. Since we were talking about her the other day, Zay, and when we were discussing the WWE and Mark Henry, yesterday would have been Mae Young's 100th birthday. Oh, Mae Young. She would have been 100 yesterday. She died back in 2014. Let me assure you all of one thing. If Mae Young had lived to be 100, she would have gone on a wrestling show somewhere, indie show, WWE, and she would have gotten powerbombed through a table. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. She would have taken some crazy Mae Young bump at 100 if she could. She was so tough. She was amazing. She died in 2014. That tells you, do the math about how old she was at the end of her life, and then go back, I don't know, 10, like 15 years, whatever it was. She was a uh, yeah, a pretty, you know, a, definitely an older woman when she was doing some of that stuff with Mark Henry. But, yeah, she and Moolah used to show up to the ring and just throw themselves around. It was crazy. Wow. Crazy stuff. Rest- did she ever break anything? Or I'm sure she did. 
Yes, especially and just at kept that, getting back in the ring. Yeah, especially at that age. I've never heard exactly what she did that night when Bubba Ray put her through that table because that one, oof, that was one of the worst ones we saw her take. Yeah, that was brutal. And you're like, dude, what are? We? And they put the neck brace on her and everything. Yeah, but, that but was then just you, the prop. But then you're like, it's May Young, right? So it's it's May Young. She's been doing this so long. You're just assuming like, well, I assume it's a work, and she's just selling because she's May Young. But I'm sure she got hurt through that. Yeah. I mean, a body of a body at that age. I get I get worried about them when they're in their fifties, getting in there taking bumps, jumping off turnbuckles and stuff. She's going through tables at like what was that seventy five? Like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. Happy birthday to the late great May Young yesterday. Also for you sports freaks, Eddie Sutton would have had a birthday yesterday. Uh, also Dale Murphy, one of my favorite baseball players as a kid, he was sixty seven. Uh, turned sixty seven yesterday. Daryl Strawberry turned sixty one yesterday. Hope he is doing well. And two time Super Bowl champion McCole Hardiman is only 25 years old. Not a bad career so far. Not at all. Come out of Georgia, win two Super Bowls already at age 25. He missed the Georgia run in terms of championships, but he does have two wearing a red helmet anyway. Yeah, and he got one. He didn't even play this last Super Bowl. That's he true. was on the bench and got it. It's true. Good point. Wonder what, do you, what do you do with that ring? Do you give it to somebody? Well, he was a big part of the team. He was a big part of their success. You still Just, display that, right? Yeah, Patrick yeah. Mahomes... Just throwing him the ball throughout the season. He deserves it. Man, crazy stuff. Tyreek Hill ends up in Miami, and his former team gets a Super Bowl, another Super Bowl. So now that's two for McCole Hardiman. That is why today matters to us on this March 13th. Also, I mentioned it's National Napping Day, so get yourself a good nap. And shout-out to our canine vets. We always love to shout-out the veterans. Obviously, a shout-out to all you uh, human veterans out there. But it's also Canine Vets Day. They have a lot of incredible animals uh, doing great work for the military. And then once they are done, uh, they get back out into life and then back out into kind of civilian life and do service dog stuff and all that. So shout-out to those canine vets as well uh, and all of our veterans today on this march 13th all right coming up stems and seeds before we get out of here including the longhorns in that final ap poll and where jimmy garoppolo is gonna be playing football nfl free agency really cranks up this week this is the horn oh 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 she says she wants some marvin game some luther van draws a little anita but definitely set this party on right. chad and zay Uh, always an interesting way to go. When you start just rattling off other artists, got to do it well. Got to do it in a clever way. You approve of this song, Zay? Hell yeah. Should I know it? Kinda. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if you don't. I'd be a little surprised if you did. Oh, interesting. Individual here? Uh, multiple artists. The multiple. singer that you heard is very famous. Um, this guy is very famous. Hmm. I do not know, but I I have seen him recently, so I'm going to say Chance the Rapper. No. Close. Okay. Chicago rappers like Chance. All right. Kanye West. Ooh, okay. Twista. And the singer right here, Jamie Foxx. Ah. Okay. Slow jam. See, Jamie's one. I always feel weird when I 
Miss Jamie Foxx, because I feel like I should know that voice, but I don't. I it's ne- tough. Yeah, I never pick him out. Because he could do so many impressions yeah. and different voices. I think he uses that when he makes songs. So Yeah, that's one talented dude. Oh, he's so talented. That might be. A, he's one of those guys that really is kind of in his own category. I can't think of anybody quite like Jamie Foxx. Yo, his sitcom, The Jamie Foxx Show, it's no Martin, but it's pretty damn close, in my opinion. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Now, it doesn't touch Martin. Nothing touches Martin. I think Martin's like Black Seinfeld. But Jamie Foxx Show is pretty hilarious. It's one of those shows where if you're like cleaning or something, you just throw on in the background, and it could be funny, and you could kind of picture what's going on. But, yeah, I loved his sitcom show. Last five seasons in like the late 90s. Okay. It was good. All right, so shout-out to Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, Twista, Kanye uh, on that one. Zero, Kano, T-Rex, Aerosmith, Billy Squire, and the shouty low beat to start this hour. I uh, hope I get that one right. Chad and Zay with you on this Monday. There's a lot going on, obviously, in the world of basketball. Let's give the Longhorns their final love in terms of ranking because we know as of now, ranking doesn't matter. Survive and advance matters. But here's come some stems and seeds. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. So check this out, Longhorn fans. I wasn't going to mention it, but there is a history to this and kind of a little perspective. Longhorns finished fifth in the final AP poll. That is tied for the best finish ever in the AP poll. You know when they did it last? Yep, 0203. They finished fifth in the final AP poll. This is only the 14th time the Longhorns have finished in that final poll. So trying to obviously build up that long-term basketball history here, Zay. But that was a little surprising. So if you believe in, you know, ought to be's and should have be's and all that. Now, they were a one seed, I believe, in 03. Yes. When they went to the final four. So this is not a one seed in the tournament, but it is a number five overall in that AP poll. So congrats to Texas there. Bama, Houston. Purdue, Kansas were your top four. Man, Bama really did make a nice run at the end of the year and took hold of that number one overall seed. It's impressive. Yeah, very impressive. Taking care of the SEC tournament, winning the SEC regular season with everything that they've been through. you got to hey, tip your hat to Nate Oates. Whatever you say about him, the guy's been coaching his ass off, and Brandon Miller, say whatever you want about him also, he's going to be the first collegiate player taken in this year's draft. So Mm -hmm. If they keep riding his back the way they've been doing all year long, I could see them hoisting the national championship trophy in Houston. Absolutely. And, and if you believe the championship runs are about having an edge and creating little chips on your shoulder along the way, I don't know if anybody's got more than Bama. And we mentioned earlier, they start in Birmingham, and then they go to Louisville after that. I mean, they're in their neck of the woods because they're the number one overall seed. I never thought I would live to see that. Bama gets to make choices like that in football, sure. But in basketball, they got to be the ones to make that choice and say, oh, yeah, first and second rounds where? Oh, Birmingham. Let's do it. Easy.
That's incredible, man. Uh, that is a dangerous group. Uh, never thought we'd have to worry about an Alabama team this seriously in basketball. But you got them, you got Houston, Kansas, and Purdue as one seeds. Purdue, they almost slipped yesterday, right, against Penn State? Yeah, Penn State came all the way back down double digits. They barely got by. What do you make of Purdue? How dangerous are they? Very dangerous. I mean, you got the big man, right? Yeah, Zach Eady. People are comparing him to Yao Ming at 7 4. Just throw it down low to him. Man, he goes so quick. It's so hard to double team him. I know your first reaction for somebody that big and somebody just that physical is to double team him once he catches the ball, but he's so tall. Once he catches it, he gets right into his moves right away. And plus, they have so many shooters around him, it's hard to help off. So, yeah, I think Purdue, they're a scary team, and Zach Eady, it starts with him. So we'll see uh, also if the Raiders are scary with Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo going to the Raiders off the weekend. Jalen Ramsey to Miami. Uh, we didn't mention this one, but Baltimore released Calais Campbell. Is there any of that left? Any Cala- oh, yeah. Any Calais Campbell still left on the bone? Because I love that guy. Just a little bit, but what does what he doesn't have on the field, I think he can make up in the locker room. Man. He might be right in that sweet spot where Jerry would pay attention. Yeah. Come on, Cowboys. Pay attention to something like that. And also, Washington signed Deron Payne to the four-year extension. So they franchise tagged him, then signed him to the extension. Remember, all the tag guys, those six, now five, have till July 15th to get the extended deals done. A lot of NFL coming this week. Soccer Matters coming tonight at 7. Instant Serious at 8. Ball Don't Lie is next. Keep it right here. Two.